We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome, friends, to the 2023 WNBA Mock Free Agency on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. I'm Gabe Ibrahim, and I'll be role-playing the player agent in this third annual edition of our role-playing exercise, where six WNBA experts pretend to be real WNBA GMs and negotiate with me to sign some of the game's biggest stars. Except we didn't mention one superstar on this podcast, Brittany Griner, because at the time of recording, Brittany was still a Russian captive. And now she's home, and we are absolutely elated to see her back home. And better yet, she just announced that she wants to come back and play for the Phoenix Mercury, and obviously the Phoenix Mercury would love to have her. Her return may have changed things for Phoenix in this exercise, but honestly... Who cares? We're just happy to have her back and whole and going to see her back on the court. So with that, let's get right into the 2023 WNBA Mock Free Agency. Hello and welcome to the 2023 WNBA Mock Offseason slash free agency here on the Her Hoop Stats podcast. This is the third time that we have done this right before free agency. And what we're doing is basically a role-playing game where I am a player agent and the people you see on your screen are various GMs of two teams each. And we're all going to sort out exactly what is going to happen in free agency. We are tremendously accurate. We get every sign incorrect as it's going to happen in free agency. That's our promise right here. Actually, it's not a promise. Don't hold us to that. But we hope you're following us on Her Hoop Stats. We hope we are subscribed to our podcast, and we hope you're watching uh, all of our stuff because we're here every week, multiple times a week. So let's go and start introducing ourselves, saying what our jobs are on this podcast. I'm going to start with our league office, uh, Jacob Mox, uh, who does not have video because he is in his local library, which is providing him with Wi-Fi to support your local library. Jacob. Yeah, uh, this will be my second year acting as the league office. Threw together a little bit of a spreadsheet. I'll be tracking trans tracking transactions as they go down and kind of in the background for any CBA rule support as needed. So, 
Yeah, J Jacob's a huge help, and you're just going to hear him. He's just going to come in from the sky, uh, like the league office does, like the league office does. All right, we're going to move to this view, and I'm going to have Kevin tell everyone who you got, what you're planning to do, and what your title is. Hey, Kevin Pelton, writer for ESPN, and I have the Seattle Storm, Dallas Wings. Uh, Storm, obviously hoping to re-sign Brianna Stewart and find a replacement for Subert at point guard are our two biggest uh, priorities. Dallas looking to bring back our restricted free agents and then maybe add a little more experience and leadership to the bench. All right, Sabrina. Hey, uh, Sabrina Merchant with The Athletic. I am representing the Los Angeles Sparks and the Phoenix Mercury for the Sparks, we are looking to get back to the playoffs with new head coach Kurt Miller, and that means bringing back Nako Gumake and some good pieces to fit alongside of her. And for the Phoenix Mercury, uh, we expect Diana Taurasi to return, and as long as Diana Taurasi is playing, we are trying to compete for a championship. All right. Richard? Hi, Richard Cohen, writer for Her Hoop Stats. I'm representing Chicago and Indiana. Chicago went well last season. We'd like to bring most of our roster back go again, try and win another title. Um, Indiana finally got some luck in the lottery, looking to build on what we've got, get better, keep growing. They finally win a lottery. Congratulations, Richard. All right, Alfred. Hi, everyone. Alfred, occasional writer with her hoop stats. This year I have the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces regarding – Las Vegas, I think it's going to be short and sweet and probably no major moves there. Regarding New York, we're looking to see if we can add a player or two who can hopefully put us over the top and make us a contender. All right. And then to everyone that just talked is a second-year GM. Bobby, you are first, first year, only first-year GM on the podcast. So tell us uh, who you got, what are you doing? So, hi, I'm a contributor at Her Hoop Stats, and I have the Atlanta Dream and the Minnesota Lynx. And base, basically, my plan of attack is both teams have very exciting small forwards who I would like to see play a bit of power forward in Ryan Howard and Nafisa Collier, respectively. So I just want to build a team around them that enables them to you know, operate more off the ball and get opportunities to play up the positional spectrum at the four spot. All right. Captain of the ship, Aaron. <laughs> hey, uh, Aaron Barzlai here. I'm the GM for the Connecticut uh, Sun and Washington Mystics. For Connecticut, you know, we made the finals last year. We got a lot of talent, a lot of money invested in those players. And we're, you know, really trying to run it back. And, you know, we think this could be our year. No more disrespect. Uh, and then for uh, Washington, it's actually a pretty similar spot. You know, we, uh, you know, had the change with Eric Thibault stepping up uh, to become the uh, head coach. You know, we're excited about uh, handing over the rates to him, obviously, as Mike Tebow, I'm still going to be the the GM. And, uh, you know, we think we've got tons of talent on our team and you know, we have a little bit of cap space. And so we're looking to make a big push as well. We felt uh, good about our team last year and think it could be even better this year. All right, folks. Well, after that, uh, we've gone all the way to January 1st. Uh, so in part, actually, Jacob, tell us what teams can do on uh, January 1st. Yeah, so, well... I should add, uh, it was reported recently that maybe these dates aren't going to be the exact same dates as they've been in the past. Uh, but right now, uh, you can teams are allowed to announce if they are coring players, so giving a player a core qualifying offer, which would be the one-year Supermax offer, or they can make any other type of qualifying offer. Um, I don't believe any deals can be accepted. They definitely can't be negotiated quite yet. Um, but yeah. 
qualifying offers, qualifying offers, qualifying offers for now. And that's, and that's why I'm asking uh, from each of you, if you have any qualifying offers, if you have any cores, uh, we'll ju let's just go, let's just go around again. Uh, so we'll start at you. This is the layout on my screen. So Aaron, do you have any core, any uh, qualifying offers to hand out? I'm sorry. I think I was muted there. Um, so I definitely want to uh, make a qualifying offer to Rui Machida um, uh, in Washington, uh, hoping that, uh, you know, obviously she's going to agree to play in the U S again. Uh, I'm kind of torn on Avina Westbrook. I haven't mapped this part out as well as I should have apologies. Um, but uh, I think I'm probably not going to make, no, I'll probably make a qualifying offer for her as well. And then uh, for Connecticut, want to make a qualifying offer for Natisha Heidemann. All right. All right. No, those are good. All right, Kevin. Uh, Seattle is going to make a reserved qualifying offer to as a Meg Begore and then a restricted qualifying offer to Gabby Williams, even though it's possible she might not play in the league this year due to playing in the French league and the prioritization rule. Uh, Dallas is going to make reserved qualifying offers to both Tierra McCowan and Marina Mabry. And uh, could you could you just very briefly explain why you're not giving a core qualifying offer to Brianna Stewart? Yeah, that is not an option at the moment because Jewel Lloyd still counts as the Storm's core player after signing a two-year contract as the core player last season. So to free that up, we'd have to trade Jewel Lloyd. And besides not wanting to do that, look, Brianna Stewart's going to play where she wants anyway. So we're not going to stand in her way in that regard. Although uh, in the unlikely event she chooses to play elsewhere, we would still love to negotiate a sign and trade to get her that super max salary. All right. Thank you, Seattle. Uh, Richard, tell me, tell me what uh, qualifying offer you got. Uh, Chicago would make the qualifying offer, the uh, reserved qualifying offer to Rebecca Gardner. And Indiana, because there's no reason not to, everyone can come to camp or we can just cut them later on, would make the uh, restricted offers to Victoria Vivians and Emma Cannon, reserved offers to... Kayla Pointner and Renaya Davis. And yeah, that's about it. All right, moving on to Bobby. Okay, so for Atlanta, uh, it's a little complicated um, in the sense that I just wanted to confirm um, because of the technicality in the rules, Atlanta can choose to make a reserve or restricted qualifying offer to AD. Derek? That is correct. As a player with four years of service, but, or sorry, who's finishing a rookie contract, but only as three years of service, I believe, uh, uh, they would be uh, eligible for either option. As a gesture of good faith, um, given the, um, given the um, long COVID circumstances um, that they had to deal with for two years, we would like to give AD a restricted qualifying offer, allowing them to enter restricted free agency rather than reserve offer and allowing them to negotiate freely with other teams. Um, and then Atlanta would also, I mean, we don't have to offer a qualifying offer to Maite Cazorla, but just let it be known that we'd like to negotiate with her, even though she's under suspended clause. Hmm. Um, Minnesota would like to offer a qualifying offer to Bridget Carlton and um, would like to make s similar overtures, um, again, not a formal qualifying offer, but um, to Maya Moore and Cecilia Zandalassini. Just to know that Chechi. we would be interested in talking to them if they're interested I'm, I'm, in talking to us. Oh, I'm I not have to give a reserve up, falling off by so Anna, Anna Cruz. Sure. Okay. Let's do that too. 
Yeah, I'm not sure we're going to get to Mate Cazorla or Chechi Zandalosini as much as <laughs> I would enjoy that. Uh, we, we only have a certain amount of time on this podcast. It's not unlimited. Eight-hour uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it might be an eight-hour podcast as it stands currently. Sabrina, tell me who you're giving a qualifying offer to. Yeah, so the Phoenix Mercury are making qualifying offers to Sophie Cunningham and Shea Petty. Okay. And the Los Angeles Sparks are making a qualifying offer to Kiana Smith. We are also trading away the rights to negotiate with Amanda Zowie B to the Dallas Wings for Charlie Collier. Oh. Hmm. I don't know how to feel about that. We may need some analysis okay. on and that. And just, just real quick from Jacob, does Zowie B need um to give permission to for that? Oh, she's not reserved. She's suspended. Never mind. Yep. Yeah, that's the that's one of the rare outside of like draft rights, obviously. That's one of the rare um non-rostered player rights that you can trade. So So technically right. I don't think we can complete that until February first, but uh just okay. so everyone knows. Okay. So Amanda Zowie B is on the wings and former number one pick, Charlie Collier, is on the Sparks. Interesting. All right. Alfred, who you got for uh, qualifying offers? All right, so in terms of qualifying offers for Las Vegas, we are offering a reserved qualifying offer to Jisoo Park. For the New York Liberty, we are offering reserved offers to Hanju and Marine Johannes. So I was just going to ask, Alfred, did you mean to not give an offer to Crystal Dangerfield? Correct. Okay, just check. All right. Well, we can deal with that in about two hours. Um, when we when we get down there, can uh, I? And I do just want to confirm I have this trade correct because that is the um, one that I don't want to forget. So that was just straight up the rights for Amanda Zowie B for Charlie Collier. Yep. Perfect. Okay. All right. So now we are simulating again to on our current calendar, not the potential calendar that is going to change now. Um, we're going to go to January 15th, um, but we're, we're eliminating the moratorium that has to go until February 1st. So everyone can negotiate and sign contracts starting right now. And that means we're going to go right to the top of the free agency pool in this year's free agency. Uh, one of the biggest stars we've ever had hit unrestricted free agency. Certainly, I think this is probably the biggest star we've ever had, un- had unrestricted free agency on this podcast. Um, Brianna Stewart is an unrestricted free agent. So as Brianna Stewart's agent, um, I get to dictate where I want to go. So I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to list out the teams that I want to hear from. Uh, Seattle, obviously we love you. So you're going to, you're going to be last uh, out of of a gesture of good respect. Um, But here are the teams I want to hear from. Uh, And let me know if you're not interested in signing Brianna Stewart, because we would like to have that on record. Uh, I want to hear from Washington. (laughs) I want to hear from New York. I want to hear from Chicago. I want to hear from Las Vegas. And then I want to hear from Seattle. So which one of those teams wants to start? Do you want to just you come in the order? Diana Tarazi? No. <laughs> I mean, I feel comfortable uh, saying that uh, if we go in the order you just listed, you had Washington first. So, yeah. you know, I think uh, hopefully every team's interested in, uh, in uh, Brianna Stewart, but certainly we'd be interested as well. If she wanted to make a home, a lot of, a lot of uh, advantages to being in uh, Washington, especially. Uh, being on the East Coast, making it easier to travel sure. back and forth. So you guys would probably, I mean, Jacob, if you can, uh, I, I don't know how we can confirm this, but if we, so this would be assuming 
because I do want the Supermax as well. So I'm assuming you guys are willing to try to get a sign and trade. I don't know how willing Seattle would be to do that, but if you could offer something of value to Seattle and they are, they've already said that they love me and they want me to be happy. So I would assume that they're going to be willing to work with the team that I want to go to to get something in return for me. Um, if, if that's the case, would you guys, are you guys going to, do you think you can maneuver a trade if I want to go to Washington? I haven't discussed that. I'd be open to it. I don't know if you want to get a list of all the possible teams first and then figure out who should negotiate. Well, you can, you can only sign for the Supermax if you're re-signing with your previous team. So if someone like Stuart wants the Supermax, he either has to re-sign with Seattle or ask Seattle to work out a trade so that she is essentially re-signing with them and then being immediately traded to the team she actually wants to go to. So if Seattle says, if you want to play for the Supermax, play here, and that's it, then she can only get it in Seattle. Seattle would have to work with her to, for her to get it anywhere else. We, we might bluff that, but we're definitely not going to stick to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I've heard from Washington... All right, so Las Vegas. Let me talk to you. I mean, Al- Alfred. Let me let me give you yep. let me give let me give you something some something to chew on. All right. So obviously, you guys want Brianna Stewart, if possible, right? If we were Las Vegas, yes. I don't know. Do we necessarily? That's a, that's a long pause. That's a like long. A Kevin pause. Durant to the Warriors situation. What are we talking right. about? <laughs> Las I Vegas would say has a, that has a if, few seconds to turn around their attitude, or else we're moving on. I, I I think if we're Las Vegas, we've already proven that we can beat Brianna Stewart. So I don't think we necessarily need Brianna Stewart, especially for the long term, knowing that we have all all WNBA as pieces on our team. I think New York would be more willing to take Brianna Stewart than Vegas. I will say the, the cap situation that Vegas is in, having locked up all their players for so long, it would be nearly impossible to find the pieces to make that trade work that functions under the cap and is reasonable for Seattle. Well, I will you, just say that. You send a load of the money back to Seattle if they're willing to take yeah. it, basically. They would do ja- the whole – but no, Las Vegas, Las Vegas has completely disrespected Brianna Stewart. If they want to play against her, they get to play against her. We're done. We're done. We're going home. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to hear from New York right now, to be honest. Uh, Chicago, I know things are sticky. And I know you have a lot of other questions to answer. Um, but let's say you start, you, you're able to get the band back together. How, how do, you, do you think you can fit in a, a little, little Stewie into your action? Well, if Stewie wants to come here, then obviously we want her. But okay. we would have to say that that would essentially mean you're not getting the whole of the band back together because... Unless someone's going to play for the vet minimum, that's not happening in term, in getting out under the cap. So she could come here. She could play with Courtney Vandersloot. She could play with Court- with Candice Parker. I doubt she'd be playing with Emma Mieseman, frankly, because the money wouldn't work. No. She would be Emma Mieseman's replacement. But we so you probably could fit in uh, Vandersloot and Parker if they want. Maybe Absolutely. not the whole kit and caboodle, but you know, most yep. of their... Okay. That works. That'll Emma work. can take a season off. I can take it season. Concentrate on Eurobasket. Okay. Okay. I like this. I like this. So Chicago's still in. Um, Washington, it seems a little lukewarm, but we'll we'll see. Chicago has a lot more questions. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Just like lukewarm on our part. Just just thinking about it. You know, probably if Chicago get back Candace Parker and Courtney Vandersloot, then maybe they provide a good destination. 
And let's talk about probably the most rumored destination by me uh, for Brandon Stewart, uh, which would be the New York Liberty. Uh, oh, New York uh, is willing to do whatever it takes to get Brianna Stewart into New York. I will say, though, that if we go with just the regular Max, we wouldn't necessarily need to do a trade. But if we go for the Super Max, we are definitely willing to offer Seattle some pieces since I think we do have assets that not a lot of other teams would have. Um, I think if Brianna Stewart wants to come to New York, she's coming to a team that has a former teammate of hers that she won a championship with, with Natasha Howard. We have the point guard of the future in Sabrina Unescu, whereas a lot Seattle may have some difficulties, especially there's the Jewel Lloyd factor, considering she may not resign next year. So I think that New York would definitely be a willing spot. And we also have her friend and teammate in Steph Dolson. So I think Stu York would definitely be something she would like. Some family connections there too. Uh, she is yeah, from please. she's from the state of New York, not from New York City. It's um, interesting. The winning situation is not quite as good in New York as it would be in either Washington or a full a full string Chicago. Um, okay, let's hear from Seattle. Seattle, let me tell me tell me why I should come back. I mean, the, the list of reasons is long. I'll keep it short for this particular pitch. But number one, this is a place that you're com- comfortable with, you're familiar with. We've supported you throughout your career. You know, you want to talk about playing with friends. Jewel Lloyd has become one of your closest friends. And your partnership on the court is an incredibly powerful one in terms of, you know, their, your ability to both be shot makers and threats and take defensive pressure off of each other. Yes, Jewel's only signed for one more year, but we're confident that if you stay around, that she's going to stay around as long as you do. It's, you know, kind of call kind of all up to you. Obviously, we're losing Sue Bird. That's going to be an adjustment at point guard, but we've got some aggressive plans in free agency to try to replace her and maintain you know, quality at that position that we've become accustomed to here in Seattle. And then the last piece of it is you saw the reaction for Sue over those last handful of games before her retirement. That happened because of the fact that she played her entire career in Seattle. And there's a chance for you to enjoy that same kind of love from this city, which is a hotbed for women's basketball. Uh, when you retire, if you play your entire career. So we'd love to have you do that, and we hope you will. That's a really good pitch. Uh, is Mercedes Russell, what, is, she, is she okay? Uh, she's She's been working out, yeah. So you know, we're anticipating having her back on the court next season or you know, potentially could, could make some moves to, to supplement that position. All right. Yeah, so hmm. – I think I'm I, all right. I think I like Seattle more than New York. I'm sorry, New York. I just don't believe in I don't believe in in the situation, the winning situation there. Um, and if I'm going to non-winning situation, I think I'll bet on Seattle a little bit more. I like see Washington and it, it is very interesting because that's East Coast, big market, good facilities, everything you want that that somewhere else can provide but I easy to fly to spain to see your in-laws it's another that's another thing that i was going to mention uh east coast makes it a little bit easier um which would also come into factor in new york, new york. i don't know i just think that seattle pitch was really good and if it's if it's between because seattle would be i'm leaving because there's a really good champ a chance to win a championship um and win a championship somewhere else so i well, think washington aggressive 
New York huh? is willing to be aggressive to build a contender as well. We believe you can be the piece. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's that's locked down there and and not a ton of it I believe in to be championship pieces. Uh, Jewel Lloyd's the single best piece that I could I, I could partner with outside of Washington. So Washington would have to work out a trade with Seattle, and then Chicago just has so much else going on um, that I do want to I I I don't know if I should make a decision quite yet. I feel like there's other things I need answered as to what how uh, Brianna Stewart can move forward. So I, I don't know how we want to do this because maybe Washington, Seattle can try to work out. Yeah. Maybe Chicago can, can work with some of their free agents. Maybe Seattle can work with some of Chicago's free agents. Uh, and, and we could do that. It, would there be a big uh, – would everyone, anyone have a big objection to that if we went to – because I, I, I realized what you guys were saying before we got on that. It'd be good to do someone like Courtney Vandersloot, Candace Parker first because that makes Brandon Stewart's decision make a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, there is one that Washington, I mean, I didn't really think that Elena would be a great option. I mean, obviously we asked the question, but we'd be interested in her. It's like, well, certainly. Um, so if we get to the player that I had assumed was a much more likely candidate, um, which you may or may not get to be able to, then I might jump in and do that. But it, Kevin and I can try to negotiate on the side. It. I mean, if if Brianna Stewart's actually interested in Chicago, it does make it rather more complicated for us if you want to do other stuff first, because obviously yeah, this is... This is cap space we would use on other people. It's getting too complicated. I did the slasher at Jewel Lloyd, and honestly, it worked out. So, uh, <laughs> Seattle, let's let's talk about years. I think I'm, I'm think I'm willing to come back. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm coming back to Seattle. That that retirement pitch was really good. So you got to you know have just that great moment. I'm not sure I'm gonna get that moment elsewhere. Um, I don't. So the prioritization rule is going to come, going to be a factor. Uh, if Jacob, Jacob, are you? Uh, do you have time to just briefly explain, explain what's going to happen uh, with prioritization? Yeah. So for any player, uh, and this is something to keep in mind once we get further down the road, but any player with three or more years of service is going to be subject to this, um, and it's going to change over time. But essentially, uh, get back to your team by regular season. And in the future, get back by training camp um, or you're going to be either suspended. You're going to not be able to sign a contract or you're going to be fined pretty heavily. So, right. And Stewie yeah. did cite that as a reason to sign a one year deal last off season, even though there, there's people kind of what jumped to was well, there some sort of workaround? If you're not under contract, you no longer subject there to prioritization rules, which is not true. Yeah. So. so it doesn't it doesn't matter if she signs a one year deal this year. Although to be clear, right, what's the cost to her if she signs a multi-year contract and then just doesn't show up? And then it's cost I, I to Seattle. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's more be, not wanting to commit to that from her yeah. standpoint. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's it would be a decrease, essentially a fine for the percentage of the season that she misses, essentially. So next season, that would include the the uh, training camp as well. So Right, but wouldn't sorry, it be zero? Season, the following season. Isn't it just zero dollars either way in like 2024? Yes. If she doesn't play, yeah. Yeah, yeah she doesn't so play it doesn't all. matter if she signed and she doesn't play. It's like being suspended, right. right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, also, to a certain extent, Brianna Stewart's made this an issue that she wants to speak on and, and be – and this is important to her, obviously, because she's spoken on, spoken on it in the media. Yes. So I think for her, it's kind of like a statement to say, I'm taking a one-year deal uh, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to commit to um, – this league if they're not going to support their players or whatever she would say in the situation. Um, so I, I think one year supermax is what I'm, I'm willing to go back for in Seattle. 
you know, let's run it back one more time. I want to see what you guys do in free agency. You really have to wow me because next year we're going to figure out exactly what's happening with prioritization, with my European schedule. So I need to know that this year you guys are trying to go for a championship and we're building towards the future. Is that deal? Undoubtedly the case. Yes. All right. Brianna Stewart coming back to Seattle on a one-year Supermax. I'm going to try to have this stuff ticking at the bottom. I'll see if I can do that. Uh, fancy. I, I, fancy. <laughs> I have, I have some, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see on the bottom some of the deals if I'm able to do that because I might not be able to. And before we move on to another player, it looks like we have a trade. Uh, I will let Bobby take that over and announce what's happened. I've already adjusted the cap sheets accordingly. So the Minnesota Lynx are acquiring Skylar Diggins-Smith and are sending to Phoenix Natalie Achanwa, the number 12 pick, the number 16 pick, the number 24 pick, and a first-round pick next year from Minnesota, which I'm very excited about as a Notre Dame alum. (laughs) 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 And as somebody who would like to see Minnesota have actual point guards for the first time in a couple of years. Well, wow. Alicia Clarendon did pretty well in 2021, and then they were not brought back. So, point guard play been a bit of a problem in Minnesota. Would, would Hopefully, we first... fix that a little bit, <laughs> at least for a good part of the season. All right, so we this is a, this is a massive trade. Um, you know, obviously Minnesota. Oh well, it doesn't look right. Uh, obviously, Minnesota has struggled greatly, as you mentioned, Bobby, with uh, those that point guard position. It seems like a great trade for. Uh, Minnesota in that regard. Phoenix, how, how are you feeling? I don't think this was a deal you probably wanted to make, but you got some stuff out of it. Yeah, we think that uh, the little extra cap space generated by going from Skylar to Chanwa is going to help us out in free agency. We also think that we can use these picks to immediately try to get some veterans right now. This is not a one move that we're going for this offseason. Um, it's just happened to be that Skylar wasn't exactly the fit we wanted in Phoenix. So we're going to try to turn that into something else. <laughs> yeah, it's, de- it's definitely not because Skylar didn't want to be there. It just didn't, didn't fit, didn't fit there in Phoenix. We're building around Diana Tarazi. I think I mentioned that as the start of this pitch. So. <laughs> For the future, uh, right? Yeah. Go, going, Sky, uh, Skylar is on to Minnesota. It's a really interesting move. And Minnesota, uh, I'm expecting you guys to come up a, a little bit. Do you guys have cap space? What's the what's the cap situation there in Minnesota now? Uh, we cleared the Achanwa, so we have um, a little bit of wiggle room. A little bit of wiggle room, not a ton, but we have some. Okay. There's there's uh, assuming obviously that you that Minnesota retains their number two draft pick. Um, there's essentially room for Minnesota to get one player at about a hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty thousand dollar range, and then the rest are going to have to be league minimums, which is fine because they're now up to four players over $200,000, which is quite a lot. Uh, and Collier, obviously not a protected contract, so that, but you're never going to win a piece of Collier. Yeah, so. um, my worksheet, I have factored in the qualifying offer for Carlton in the number two pick, and it has a max bid of about 125000 slightly less. So, All right. Mm. Uh, and so for Phoenix, your cap, you, you've opened up some uh, quite a bit of cap room, about 100000 dollars in cap right a little bit less but yeah there's there's some oil room there yeah all right so we have we have uh some movers and shakers uh we have a team looking for a point guard um you know let's actually no we're gonna do one more person before we come on (laughs) we're gonna do one more person before we get to the point guard that is on the board uh and and the the another huge name uh candace parker uh 
is is a free agent yet again. Um, she's looking. Oh, we gotta pull up my plans for Candace. She's she's looking around. There, there's places that could get her interested, but really, uh, Chicago is my hometown, and uh, I think somewhere I'd like to finish my career. However, I do want to hear from one team, uh, Los Angeles. Let me know what you guys got going on. <laughs> new well, as, new as as... regime there. Don't have any problems with the the regime now. No, I mean our our head coach didn't say anything weird about you during last postseason or anything like that. That oh, I forgot happened. about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're, we're thinking back to 2015 when Kurt Miller was a successful assistant coach on a great no. Candace Barker season in Los Angeles. That's obviously a thing that is very much in everyone's memory right now. Um, we still have Neko Gumake. I, presumably, she is our number one priority in free agency to retain in Los Angeles. And you love Neko, love playing with Neko. And as much as Chicago is your home, you did play here for over a decade. And we had some, some pretty good times where we're trying to start anew here. And we think that you are the perfect way to... I don't know, sort of uh, move past the last couple of years and relaunch the Los Angeles Sparks as the golden franchise that they're supposed to be in the WNBA. So if you want to come back, we would absolutely love to have you. Is Alana allowed to try to negotiate this one? <laughs> I know Candace. I'll hear a quick pitch. Give me, give I mean, me, I have Candace say. Parker on my background. Um, <laughs> in me, a Los Angeles a... Sparks lineup. <laughs> oh, well. Give me a 30-second pitch on why she come to Atlanta. I don't think she's particularly interested, but, you know. Come well, on. I mean, she's gotten used to Atlanta a little bit with her time with TNT, her work with TNT and NBA TV. And um, Ryan Howard is an extremely exciting player who, I mean, we do want her to play some power forward, but she definitely cannot do that for a full 30 minutes per game. And we think that her long-term defensive role, while not quite the same as Candace Parker's, could learn, it could would benefit greatly from the influence of Parker's tutelage and we are really trying to compete. Um, we have an exciting young player, and we have a good coach who really values the defensive end of the ball. That's so important to Candace. And so we would like to make a two-year max. Okay. Uh, the, with the full raises. We appreciate it, Atlanta. Um, I think as I was listening to that, it just kind of crystallized my mind. We need a championship contender because it's probably going to be mm-hmm. – it may. It's it's close to the end. Got a lot more, as she said before, got a lot more basketball behind her uh, than in front of her. So as much as uh, Atlanta's situation is interesting, the word tutelage was brought up. I don't think Candace Parker's in a place to be thinking about her tutelage yet. She's thinking about her talents on the court. Uh, so let's see. Any, I, I don't think, you know what, Seattle. I just want to hear it. Just want to just want to hear it. How's, how's it going to, do you think you guys can work with me? Work me in? We could definitely figure something out here. I mean, you know, you look at the legends of women's basketball who have come through Seattle. Obviously, the players that you associate with the Storm, but think about Tina Thompson, Cheryl Swoops, Katie Smith, uh, player Tina Charles, players who have all come to the Storm later in their careers, like you are, and and uh, enjoyed the experience. And you know, I think we'd we'd certainly love to have you. Okay. Um, all right, Chicago. Let's talk. Uh, can we just start? Do you, all right, all right. Uh, let's say one year, if we're starting at one year, um, and super. Is, if I want the super max, you will give me the super max. We would like to think that you value. Pause. Yeah, because I. The answer was expect- yes. I wasn't expecting you to say that because we know that you want to try and win a title, and you know as well as anybody, the cap math that works into this. But if you want it, sure. 
If if but, I take a supermax, is is uh is court? Can you fit a, a supermax in for my uh, friend Courtney Vandersloot? Yes, but again, then Miesman might get rather less likely to show up if we can't pay her properly, and then the load gets heavier on Candice to try and try and carry the team. Mm. I can tell you what my plan was for all three of you if you want to buy in. Wait, who, who's all three of us? That was Courtney Vandersloot, Candice Barker, Emma Mieseman. Three mainstays of a team that won, was it 26 games last season? 26 games last season. And should have gone further in the playoffs than we did. Um, I basically was going to offer all three of you $200,000. Because that's the edge of the max. Everyone's getting the same. Everyone's happy. You all fit. It leaves a little bit of space to try and fit the rest of the roster in. And yeah, I was hoping that you would all be willing to to work with us on that. But like you say, Courtney and Candice are both hugely important to us and we will pay more than that if that's what it takes to keep you. Yeah, I think for planning purposes, Can- Candice is, is fine. She, she would be willing to do that, I think. At 200... You make it just two hundred five thousand, just just so mash Kelly a copper. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be a second highest paid player on this team. Okay, yeah, two hundred five. All right. Uh, is that for all three, or is that just for Candace for now? That's just for Candace now, because I'm not sure Courtney Vandersloot's that interested in that. Um, but we could start. We could we could do two hundred five for Candace um, for one year to Chicago. Um, but if we if you guys strike out, I want my I want all my money. Okay. Right. So, yeah, you're going to strike out. (laughs) We hope we don't. But, yeah, so if it it contingent on you guys needing the money, if not, we'll come back. We can come back. So you're you're definitely saying yes to signing. It's just the the amount that we're we're worrying about. Okay. The amount and that that will dictate some of your other plans. Um, But, okay. Candace Parker in the fold. I'm sorry to the other teams for making it. I I did did actually listen. What's I, I did want to just ask, is there, I'm assuming that's full protected? Yes. Perfect. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Candace, Candace is not willing to take a chance. All right. Uh, moving on. Everyone, Everyone's good with Courtney Vandersloot now. Um, what right. was Courtney Vandersloot? Oh, just, oh, to go next. Yes. 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 <laughs> so good, moving on to Courtney Vandersloot, she's heard, uh, you know, Candace told her what Chicago said. So we know we understand the offer that's on Chicago's table. Uh, who, who who is interested has a winning situation and can give me a lot of money? Storm here. Hey, Storm. <laughs> We're willing to pay you whatever it takes. We'd negotiate a, a sign and trade with Chicago if that's necessary. And if you want the super max, look, this is where you're from. You haven't had a chance to play in the Pacific Northwest since you were at Gonzaga and had that incredible run there. Uh, We'd also love to have Allie Quigley if she wants to come back and finish her career in Seattle, where it started as a second round pick way back in 2008. So we think that, you know, that would give us continuity at point guard where we've had, uh, you know, all star Hall of Fame caliber play for so many years. We think we get that from you as well. And we think if we bring you in, we're suddenly favorites to win the championship. Uh, I would agree. I would hope I would hope that bringing me in makes you guys a favorite uh let's see so my standard max with you guys would be 202 um right 
Jacob? Be about two hundred and two thousand dollars for this year. I believe yes. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it. I just don't yep. know, want to make yep. it. Yep, right. yep, two hundred two one five four. So that's a slightly less than what Chicago would be offering me, which was two hundred thousand dollars. Should be now two hundred five thousand dollars. Yeah, area. sure. And like I said, we'll go higher if if that's what it takes. But again, we're trying to build a roster. Now, is there any? You know, in a world where Courtney absolutely does not want to go back to Chicago, is there a Seattle sign and trade that could work? If you literally only have Mercedes Russell, right? Well, I mean, we have some draft picks that we could offer uh, to Chicago as well. But you like, but they're they're going to be crappy draft picks if you're as good as you're expecting to be. Well, look, you can take the draft picks, or you can take nothing in Chicago. Those, <laughs> those, those are your choices. I mean, only if she's willing to sign for the standard max. Courtney's willing to hear uh, one one other team. Um, is there is there anyone else who feels like they have a real winning situation for me? Okay, so Phoenix, we made the playoffs last year despite <laughs> one of the most ridiculous situations of all time, cluttering our season. Okay, we don't expect all of that to be resolved in 2023, but we do have a formula for how this works with Brandon Turner at center, a lot of shooting, a lot of pace around her. And we think Courtney Vandersloot is the perfect point guard to lead that type of offense. We think you would absolutely excel playing next to Tarazi and all of the spacing that we have around her. And you have seen the crowds in Phoenix. You've seen the way this franchise loves everyone who comes through the fans, particularly this is very supportive, you know, crew Mm -hmm. at whatever it's called now, the footprint center. I can't remember. Um, (laughs) But Talking stick arena. I think that's even older than that. I don't don't know. But this is, I think, an excellent place for you to continue your career and just really take over a new team and show that you can be the absolute engine for our offense going forward. Yeah, I chose a a better pitch than I thought it was going to be Phoenix. Um, Unfortunately, I think I'm going to pass. But, you know. It's it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, and you gotta know, get a word in. <laughs> yeah, I pre- we appreciate it. And obviously, uh, Atlanta would also like to get a word in. Hold, hold on, Atlanta. <laughs> and also, it's fine. You, you got you guys. Can keep, it's fine, Atlanta. We we appreciate it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I messed up the Parker pitch, but I should find out if they actually are represented by the same agency to see if that information actually transfers. About uh, faulty pitch. Yeah, we 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 heard that we heard Atlanta's pitch. We're familiar with what they do. Um, but with all due respect, we're, we're in the twilight of our career. Um, agencies. Right. <laughs> Let's, uh, I think it's coming down to Seattle and Chicago uh, for realsies. Now, Seattle, it, if it's not, I mean, obviously Chicago's willing to go all the way up. Um, hmm. You know, with Candace back in Chicago, this is really tough, man. Because that part, so full disclosure, part of me was saying, hey, if Candace goes back to Chicago, Courtney's probably going to go back to Chicago. But now it's Brianna Stewart I mean, in Seattle. I mean, can I add to what, to, to give my pitch to what all, all of the, everyone else was saying? I mean, she's made, she's made a home in Chicago. We've shown she can win here. She likes these players. She likes this coach. No one actually knows whether Noel Quinn is a good coach or not yet. Ooh. Um, spicy this is this is a place where it has a winning winning culture a winning team we feel like we would like her to stay here for the whole of her career again you i mean you just heard the the pitch in seattle about how how much being a one team player can can mean and how much that that adds to your legacy at the end of the day uh she could be 
what Sue Bird is to Seattle, she can be to that that to to the Chicago sky. So yeah, come back. I, I oh man, can, can Seattle throw in another word here? Yeah, give me give me like thirty seconds, and I'm making the decision. Think about the core that you're playing with in Seattle. It's Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd, players in the prime of their career. There's you know a, a window here if we keep the three of you together in a way that there's not in Chicago with players at the tail end of their career. With Which players one? like Kalia Copper and Emma Miesemann, who are both in their twenties as well. Yeah, but I, I think Candace Parker was a pretty important factor in your championship. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, well, who's willing to pay Allie Quigley more? Because honestly, that's a pretty big part of this because that's a dual income that is going to make me more than just accepting a Supermax somewhere, the extra 30. So who's who's willing to offer Allie Quigley some money? Uh, I, I don't know if this is allowed, to be honest, but who, who's got it? <laughs> I mean, we were thinking starting at one year, 100000 for Quigley as a starting point. All right, Chicago. Um, I had Quigley on my sheet for 120. All right, Chicago does. And and all right, let's Atlanta do it. Atlanta was prepared to offer 160 to Quigley. <laughs> yeah, but you you're not winning. No offense, you're not winning next year. We need to win. Better that Turner contract and they come back to her. Wow. So, so, so we'll, did we lose this by low balling Allie Quigley? Oh man, it's What's, the dual income. What do you want me to do? The two the situations are we, like. We'd be happy to match the 120. I just, that was just a starting point. <laughs> it's the willingness. It's the willing. Well, and also, you just gotta make a decision. I'm, I was leaning. I was leaning Chicago because I just think that's you know you know you want to go back to where you know, and obviously James Wade knows how to use her, and they they can't gain that one because it, it feels like a one year thing. I think for for both Vandersloot and Parker, um, at least in terms of their contract, they may play another year, but just keeping that one together, I, I think they would do that. Um, you know. They were valued there. I think it's happy. No offense to Seattle. Obviously, that made it really tough. Um, but mean, we'll go. What's seeing up? how well it worked out for Candace, you know, going home, you'd think that'd be an interesting little thing to consider for Courtney Vandersloot. It was. It, 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 it was very interesting, but at the same time, it's like. Stop trying I, to talk him out of it. <laughs> Richard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, decision, the decision is made. The decision is made. Courtney Every Vandersloot. year, I feel like we don't go wild enough on these decisions. That so is we got to think outside the box. <laughs> very, very true. It's always wilder well, I, than we do. Because I'm trying to get my clients the best deal. Yeah. Okay? That's what we're trying to do here. But so because think, that was I, one year, 205000 is what we heard, right? Yeah, we'll start at 200, Same thing with Candace, uh, 205000 Is Quigley's Quig deal guaranteed? Quigley's I was just going to ask that. Quigley's deal is guaranteed. Okay. <laughs> so wait, does that give us how – many, how many does that give us in I believe only four. Still yeah. only four. Yep. Yeah. Because two of them, two of the protected deals are rookie protection, like fourth years. Um, and those uh, those don't count against your six. So. All right. All right. All right. Richard All right. did hit the central irony here, which is the exact same pitch that the storm makes to Brianna Stewart is the same pitch for Chicago against the storm for Courtney Vandersloot. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh -huh. Um no, I, ju I just I I I think uh, they're leaning towards going back together for one more year. I hope. Um, all right. Well, hey, maybe that uh, quip about not being crazy enough, Sabrina. <laughs> you have the next two. Uh, let's start with Neca. Uh, Neca's looking for a winning situation because it has been tough in Los Angeles. She's she is excited about the direction with Kurt Miller and, and moving forward. Um, and she wants to, you know, she, she wants to hear from Los Angeles, but she also wants to hear from these other teams 
uh, that could use her services. So let, let's let's open it up. Who has a? It has to be a winning situation. So winning next year, um, and and NECA is probably more open to signing a multi-year deal than the players we just talked about. So uh, who who's got a pitch for me? Storm here. All uh, right, Storm. I mean. I think the combination of you and Brianna Stewart, unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to offer you the number 30, but uh, the two of you playing together at times at four in five times at three in four with Gabby Williams, like not likely being on the roster this season. We think that could be an incredibly potent combination. The floor spacing we offer could open things up for you in, inside. Uh, we think this would be a great opportunity for you to come and be part of a winning situation. Uh, that's a great pitch as, as Seattle tends to have when they have Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd on the roster. Uh, who, who else has a pitch for me? No one? Just Seattle? We're just, we're just in Seattle. No one? New York? What happened? No? no. no? <laughs> New York! Just the, the New York? Wow, Jonathan Cole, just very confident in what he's building there. Cole, uh, Atlanta? Cole. Atlanta? So, you know what you know what yeah Atlanta yeah Atlanta thanks for speaking up I'll hear you out let's hear it I I just think that um Cheyenne Parker's face-up game would give NECA plenty of opportunities to work on the interior on offense get to her preferred spots um you know her defensive communication would really help our team having a defense first coach would be really strong we are being very aggressive behind the scenes working to um embed more talent in this Atlanta organization. Trust us. We're not where we're going to finish. And uh, again, you get to play with one of the most exciting young players who will provide plenty of space as an outside shooter. will provide secondary rim protection from the forward spots. We are interested in experimenting with you at the five in ultra small lineups. That is something that would interest you. And we're just, and Atlanta is as going to be as good as anybody in looking to find yards who will be able to get you in your spots. All right. Uh, to go to go Atlanta, though, she is going to need the Supermax. That has, that's that's non-negotiable. Okay. Um, she's get, so you're going to need a workout sign trade. That's not impossible. Uh, as, you know, given how many years I've given to Los Angeles, one would assume they would be willing to work for me. Uh, if they're I'm not. honestly kind of surprised that Los Angeles did not offer a core qualifying offer or did not. Oh, we're not allowed it, to offer it to NECA. Oh, yeah. that's right. Ne- NECA's had it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm completely free now. Rest assured we would have had that been an option, NECA. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. NECA knows how much uh, Los Angeles both uh, loves her and needs her. Um, so Los Angeles, tell me something about your plans, because right now looking at the roster, obviously we've struggled the last couple of years. It, this is, um, you guys are not, are you guys rebuilding? Are we not rebuilding? What are we doing? We are trying to make the playoffs this year. We realize that we have taken longer than we expected to move on from the Candace Parker and Chelsea Gray departures in 2021. Obviously, you are not happy with the way the last two years went. We are not happy with the way the last two years went. But we've brought in a coach who really brought out some of your best basketball when he was here as an assistant coach under Brian Agler. We feel very confident in the type of direction that he can lead our franchise. And we also know how much being in Los Angeles means to you. You've talked at length about how much building this franchise back up means that, you know, this year kind of felt like you were in a a house without the floor plan. And now you have the floor plan. You're going to be invited in all of the decisions we make this off season. You're going to be at the very center of everything we decide to do. And I mean, we know we can bring out the best in you. We have, you just had an all WNBA season last year. And this 
your sister plays here in Los Angeles too. That uh, you know adds to anything. <laughs> but uh, we, but we she just know how much doesn't. She's coming back if you want her to come back. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, but being in Los Angeles, like having your whole career with one franchise, we we know that you yeah. want your number thirty up in the rafters at whatever the arena will be named when that happens. So. I mean, we just know, like, you are the face of the Los Angeles Sparks. Everything we do is geared around you. We are fully convinced that we can have a better, more coherent team around you, especially with Kurt Miller in charge. Um, this this is the place for you. This is, you know, everything oh, is geared around Naka Gumake. My number is getting retired regardless, I hope. Of this 100%, decision. yes. Yeah, it's only Candace is not. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Only Candace is not. Okay. Because she turned you down twice. Um, hmm. It's just... The, the thing with Los Angeles for NECA is if she wants to compete for a title, and one would assume she does, considering how competitive all these people are, it'd be really tough to build a team that can compete this year. So really, it would have to be for the long term. I don't know how much I trust this organization to build something long term. See, what's, I mean- what's the offer on the table, Seattle? We'd be comfortable talking with LA about a sign and trade, but certainly we'd be comfortable going the lower yeah. max for as many years as you want. Uh, I, I know Atlanta is, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> in the rear, but if we're talking about signing trade, we would be willing to author. Um, <laughs> the, we would, um, Tiffany Hayes is us under a suspended contract. Can you trade her? What? Oh, so, can you well, trade we could her? also talk about a sign and trade as well. Okay. Um, um, would be a big that would be man. that would be instrumental in helping Los Angeles compete for the playoffs. Um, Atlanta, I really NECA I really would be that. instrumental in helping Los Angeles compete for the playoffs. I'm just saying, yeah, NECA doesn't want to go to Los Angeles, which is everything NECA has said leads me to believe that she wants to stay in Los Angeles. No, I think with, so. With too. the other possibilities, we could trade our first round pick next year in exchange for the 14th pick, and then NECA that's also something we would like. I just, I. I just don't know if there's a winning team here. Um, man, I, I, I do think, though, honestly, of all the people we talked about, I would say NECA probably has the strongest tie, right, to, to going back to Los Angeles. But I don't know how the last few years play out. Um, not to Supermax as long as I want it, right, Los Angeles? Absolutely, whatever you want. Uh, and if I ever want to get traded, you guys will trade me. I can't see why you would want to get traded given the direction that we're going in. Okay. <laughs> but again, whatever your desires are is how we are building this franchise. Okay. Is there, uh, I mean, is, Seattle, if you could give me the Supermax of, if, let's say Los Angeles, I say no. Would there be a deal there for Seattle? We'd be comfortable doing the Supermax. That's not an issue for yeah, us. No, no, I'm saying, yeah, so Supermax as long as I want it. Yeah. And then if Los Angeles, is there interest in a sign trade? If if it, let's assume I've said no, period. Um, yeah, just just calibrating, you know. Um, I assume that would be a, a draft pick situation, or is Mercedes Russell on the table, Kevin? Oh, she's on the table, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, is she healthy? <laughs> like, what's happening there? She's working out. <laughs> uh, what what sort of a if we're not talking Russell, what sort of picks are on the table? I mean, we, we'd be happy to send her as part of this trade, but, uh, I mean, we have this year's number nine pick and next year's first round pick and multiple, also multiple second rounders. Hmm. Um, I mean, I think we'd obviously like to engage in a sign and trade if you're not going to come to Los Angeles, but like, what, what sort of roster is happening in Seattle 
beyond these three players. Uh, well, the, the the two players are kind of important, it's better than they pretty... we have on our. No, the I'm two just saying players they had... on Seattle's roster are better than the five players combined on Los Angeles. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like we, we saw, like a, a that that is players. Cindy Carter slander, but. <laughs> is, is she on LA's roster? I, she is on LA's I, roster. I'll be pretty option. nice to Candy Carter there. If I'd pay money to see a five-on-two match. So we we picked up the option. <laughs> you know, um, can we like negotiate the particulars of the sign and trade on the side if you want to go to Seattle? Because I'm pretty sure we can come to something. Yeah, I don't know. I got the feeling that I'm just I'm going back. I'm sorry. I know I know I should be more crazy and doing crazy stuff. But it just makes a lot more sense for Neka Gumake to go back to the Sparks. Um, let's do. I don't know. Let's let's do. Because I, I think she wants to get back on the market. Let me see exact. What's what? How old is she right now? Thirty-two. Oh, we got plenty of time to. We could blow two more years on the Sparks. Um, just to see where it goes because it is home. I don't want to. You know, they wasted a couple years on Derek Fisher. I don't think they're going to waste anymore. Um, with me, I, I do trust Kurt Miller. Two years supermax. Sound good? Let's do it. All right, she's going back. Welcome to Los back. Angeles. Welcome back. That was that was stressful. That was stressful. That was very stressful. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like it, I, I don't think I'm being unrealistic saying that these players are going to go back. It just seems like it makes a lot of sense. I mean, does anyone have a big problem with this? Objections. I, I think we'll I mean, see at least we'll one of these players leave. Right. So yeah, one of these. They all have a chance. I think all of them seem right individually. Collectively, the chances will all be the same are close to zero. Exactly. This also happened in our first mock off season. I think we had Candace Parker on the on the block, and I had her go back just because of the same situation. Obviously, that didn't turn out right. Uh, I think it was Chelsea Gray and did, did I think Chelsea Gray and Candace Parker both went back to LA in that first mock off season. So Richard had to do some hilarious cap management to make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Yes. Uh, can, can you and, really and... simulate Derek Fisher? <laughs> yeah. If it if if there was not a coaching change, LA would have not had a pitch. Um, but we're we're happy there. Uh let's do Diana Taras really quick. Uh I don't know. Yeah, let's just whatever. How many I don't know how many years Supermax, but we're I don't think this is gonna take very long. I mean we got rid of Skylar for you. So Supermax for one year. Uh you wanna do one year? I, I assume this do? is a year to year decision for you at this point, but if you want to do multiple years, by all means. Well, we'll do we'll do one year. All right. One year back, Diane Taurasi. Did anyone else have a pitch? Atlanta, did you want to pitch Diane Taurasi? <laughs> I mean, it would have been uh, interesting if she came to Seattle to replace Sue Bird, but I, I think... Oh, that, you, <laughs> Seattle should have gotten in there. The the ink just dried. The ink just dried. Okay. I, I right. thought LA might make a pitch, and we'd have Sabrina arguing against each other. <laughs> one side. She, Sabrina was already doing that with the Skylar Diggins-Smith tree. Yeah, LA couldn't come up with as good of a package as Minnesota. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> and that's a wrap on part one of three of the WNBA mock free agency. We saw a lot of superstars return home. Brianna Stewart, Courtney Vandersloot, Candace Parker, Neka Gumake, and Diane Taurasi all re-signed with their former teams. Let me know in comments or on Twitter at HerHoopStats if you think the player agent, me, got that right and which star you think is the most likely to move and where you'd like to see them. We did see one superstar move in a trade with Skylar Diggins-Smith going to the Minnesota Lynx, providing them with their first elite point guard since Lindsey Whalen retired. Now, with all the superstars gone, 
we move into a slightly different feeling part two. It's going to be more explosive, more player movement. So stay tuned for that right here on the Her Hoop Stats podcast network. And make sure you subscribe and drop us a like because that means a lot to us. So have a good day and I'll talk to you very soon.